So before taking a seat, um, you can all share how uh, how is it going for you to walk on these waters in life. Um, I know a lot of you, especially in this time, the ministers, the leaders, they feel like they need a boat. There's so much water around. They need a boat. Um, sometimes, uh, especially now, for next Saturday with this event that's waiting. When I saw the numbers, I really thought, wow, we need a lot of faith and trust in God. 300 people. Um, you see the glory of God only in these situations where you actually admit, okay, this is, I definitely need your help, God. Um, help me, Jesus. Sometimes we don't even know what's waiting. We get these ideas. We, uh, as humans, we think of the few, we imagine things, but sometimes we open the door and it's something we have not even imagined it, it would be possible. But it's all because we have amazing God who is with us. He helps, He provides, and He wants to reveal His glory. How can He actually reveal His glory if we just sit here and do nothing? It's so amazing just to hear that the songs we sing and the things I wanted to talk about, they all match and it all complements each other. Um, I want to talk about how to clothe yourself with this born-again spirit um, how to clothe your fleshly, your your fleshly nature with this new nature that God gives. And I want to just repeat myself that without humbleness, admitting that it's all it's it's not about me. Nothing started with me and will not finish end with me. Um, it is really a liberating uh, realization um, because the good work that God started, as the Bible promises, He will complete. Because we have to really be humble to admit that Without God, we wouldn't even be able to help save ourselves, to be perfect, to be... Yes, 
when we really lean on God from the beginning to the end, we will end up gloriously. When we know by reading the Word of God, because God promises to be with me, to be for me, um, I'm a safe. I'm safe in His hand. He's a really firm support and foundation. When you are sitting uh, on the chair uh, today, this morning, were you checking the legs if they're okay? You just sit down because you trust in the chair. Everyone just comes and we just take a seat without without even thinking. And this thought never even comes to my mind that the chair can break. The chair will hold me because we already have done it so many times and it has been built into our mind. We never even question it. So, the same way we have to trust in God without questioning, without doubting. Um, God is so many times encourages us to trust. And just like the uh, young child, um, the toddler, He's going for a walk with the parents, with the father, and children are always saying, where are we going? What's going to happen? What we're going to do? And they don't even know the whole plan, maybe, but parents say they know they have the, they have the vision, what, what's going to happen and what we're going to do. what's the best for the child and he just has to trust we as God's children have to trust that the Bible is true that it does not lie that all the promises are true um, we have a lot of temptation to start looking into our um, obstacles our circumstances and it can distract us from God's Word Um, another important part um, of learning this trust um, is to be open and real before God I'm not going to lie I'm not going to try to um, look different before God like maybe look better than I am if it's sad just come to God and say, God, I feel really sad today because of this and that, or I feel angry or whatever the emotion. There's no point trying to cover up and try to pretend before God. We have to just take action. Um... And when we are Christians for many years, usually we 
we know the the word we know what god says and it's not it's not going to be enough to tell i knew oh i knew everything so so well i knew by heart all the verses all the promises but be the one who does the one who actually actions the word of god and we can if we never take take action we can never really be into what god has prepared for us and we will never get the full revelation of god and who how he is um and god will never really do anything out of force he will not force you into following him um god is not uh in acting in this way the holy spirit is leading and it's our part to follow or not it's our choice yeah so when for example when we see the person obviously living in sin um but i'm talking about the sins that are so obvious um but maybe even hidden sins that when you do something in secret but then when you come to church you just you just look fine really knows what you do in secret for example things like judging others mm, judging people and making presumptions about them we look into the person based on their appearance or status maybe we not treat people equally um we really try to classify people um intellectual stupid rich poor um and maybe we even tend to choose even in church maybe sometimes people um judge is like the worldly eyes how we see the people's worth and value god is with us it's just all about are we with him and god wants to really uh be with us and uh sometimes like in the story of a uh, prodigal son he decided to leave and separate from the father from being in his presence and even the father he was suffering and he was sad for the son's choices the father was always waiting um hoping and waiting 
when the son took all his um, uh, riches, this inheritance, he walked into into darkness, into death, into sin, into destruction. It's like you opened the door for Satan. He walked into enemy's territory. When you walk into this uh, Satan's territory, nothing good can be in it, and there will be no mercy, no forgiveness. Sometimes we just feel like we are uh, angry at God for something. Uh, we harden our hearts, maybe some unanswered prayers or questions we had. We know that the enemy, the Bible is warning us that devils like um, a lion that is walking around and trying to spot opportunity when to attack. When he sees weakness, maybe a mistake we make, and he uses the opportunity to jump and attack us. And for a while, maybe sometimes people create illusion that you see, I'm not in church, I'm not with God, I'm just um, building everything with my own understanding, my own strength and power. And it seems sometimes that everything's going great, but it's not the actual blessing from God because you separated from God and you think that you uh, will create everything yourself. And you call these things blessings, but there is no God in it. And God sometimes allows these things to happen. And He allows us to um, feel the consequences of our choices and his heart is always for us. He wants us to be saved, to, he, to come back to his presence, to the relationship that we broke. And um, But not everything, uh, again, not everything that happens to us uh, because of our fallen nature, our mistakes or sin, and I'm not saying that everything bad is God's plan, because obviously a lot of people, sometimes people really are destroyed by, by, by sin, by this dark lifestyle. But uh, it's sometimes it works out for good. Let's say God's uh, sending When God is just waiting for us, He watches us, a person living their life however they want. And they just, uh, because of their mistakes, they learn. And the, cons the consequences are painful. And it serves for the person to come back to God and turn back. It's because of God's mercy. It's like a wake-up call. Um, a big shaking, 
that takes place and then the person comes back to God. So do not be deceived that God will be like a magical gin in the lamp that he just rubbed the lamp. The gospel message is not about all your desires being satisfied and all your ambitions and dreams. You just think that God will fulfill everything you want, but it's about following God and walking with Him, taking your steps with Him, desiring Him. Um, there are a lot of teachings these days that you can apply to your flesh and it's pleasing to the ear. We see uh, in the Gospels in um, how apostles lived God called them to leave everything and follow him. And we know they have truly seen God's glory in their lives. We, they have seen amazing works of God. God wants to perfect our hearts, our souls. He wants us to be prepared for eternity. Um, Sometimes Jesus would would say, do not call me Lord, Lord, because you're doing your own projects, your own plans, your own, you're acting according to your own understanding. But I'm not the Lord in this because you put yourself as the Lord's. Sometimes uh, as the Bible says, the Bible says that those who really want to follow uh, me, they have to deny themselves. But it doesn't mean that now we have to completely give up everything or like go to separate from the world, separate from the this life somewhere in monasteries or similar path but it is saying not my will but your will God your will be done um, it's sometimes letting go of your ambitions and imaginations how things should be that's their, their heart in the right position because is coming together with the trust that God is for me and he wants the best for my life. He knows what's best for me. And it's the position of the heart that's saying, I will do whatever you want me to do and I'll go where you want me to go. And our soul, our heart can very, very quickly become hardened it's always this constant inner, inner work we're doing. We either 
build our fleshly nature, we feed it or we try to quiet it down. It's always um, the choice we have and what's going to grow, what are we feeding. If we put into flesh, it will give fruit. We'll see the fruit. The same with spirit. So, um, I don't want you to be like just balancing on these two sides, you know, and a little bit in the world, then we go into repentance, everything's okay, and it's like playing, playing with fire. I wanted our uh, God, I always prayed God to give me this fear. Um, to understand that sin has no mercy. Sin has no, it doesn't have any forgiveness and it just wants to destroy us. There's no mercy on the other side. And see in that story, that prodigal son, he almost, he almost got killed and he almost died. God's love and he remembered the, the love of the father and it um, made him come back and repent luckily but this fear of God is helping us not to sin helping us to understand that sin is dangerous and it can be destructive Sometimes we just take fasting. If you know that there is something in your life you're struggling with, maybe you are so used to doing certain things and you're already, you don't even see it as a bad thing anymore. We take praying, fasting and say, God reveal to me where I'm wrong and where I disappoint you well I just want to fully please you and worship you and live according to your words if the Bible says this is wrong I agree I'm not trying to justify uh, my actions my choices I'm not trying to give excuses Paul himself says that we are weak from ourselves the flesh is weak but the spirit is strong um, and we have God we have his help we come to him and ask for his help in this progress we're gonna read a few uh, verses from the Bible that the soul has to clothe in Holy Spirit, what to do to remain in, in that Holy Spirit's presence um, from Gospel of John 15, verse 5 to 10. 
Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burnt. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask anything you want and it will be granted. And further on it says, When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. It's so clearly stating the condition to, to remain in God's love. God's love will never change. He has showed and proved his greatest love for us when he gave away his son to die for us. But our, our choice is to respond And here it says, what it is to love God is to listen to him, to obey to his words and his commandments. That's how we show that we really, truly love God. We care what he said. We care what he teaches. But if your position Is this just to show up on Sunday, sing a few songs, maybe you give some money. And we're feeling, oh, just putting a tick to complete, this day is complete, I'm a good Christian, God must be pleased. And then you just go home and live your life without God. <clears throat> but here it clearly says what truly pleases God and what it, it means to love Him. And in the first John, first letter to John, of John, chapter 3, 1824. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth, so we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and He knows everything. We will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and we undo the things that please him. This is his commandment. We must believe in the name of son and love one another as he commanded us. For example, when we sometimes do wrong thing and we feel something bad inside like condemnation <clears throat> we spoke to someone and maybe you suddenly feel this real guilt some kind of bad feeling inside 
you have to pay attention to that and think maybe it's something I said. Maybe I said something that was hurtful. Maybe I wanted to show my knowledge my that I'm superior in my uh, understanding. Even if I'm quoting the Bible, I'm trying to help or advise someone, but I'm still um, telling it from this perspective that I feel better or I feel like... And so maybe a little bit on the judging side, but... God will reveal when we um saying doing something from the wrong motive. We do something that God did not uh, encourage us to do when he uh gave us this warning not to go somewhere, not to do something. And even if you had this realization that I shouldn't go to that party, but all my friends are there. But then we say, but God, I'm just going there just to be with my friends. And we make compromises. But even though we feel inside in our conscious consciousness, that God was warning us against going somewhere or going to the prayer meeting. You knew, you felt encouragement, but you said, but I'm tired. But it's okay if I don't go for one time. And our conscience can be really easily but. Um, silenced if we don't listen one time another time suddenly we notice that oh we don't even hear it anymore it is we don't feel bad about something anymore the sensitivity can be really silenced uh, even though sometimes we feel like um, it's nothing wrong I do but you don't know how much it hurts God, how much you sadden the Holy Spirit. You feel like, oh, I don't do anything wrong. I Nobody's hurt. Nobody's upset. But we just for, forget how much God doesn't like sin. Or you see some kind of injustice and then you decide to take um, control in your hands. You decide to teach them to um, make justice. But God is has been encouraging you not to fight, not to, you know, not to take action in your own hands leave it to him but you know you start feeling this bad feeling in, inside and even though 
you feel like you're doing the justice, you're doing something right to teach others, to prove that you're, you're right in the situation, but why can't you sleep? Why your rest, your sleep is disrupted? Um, why is this uneasiness, lack of peace inside? It's because we did not listen to God's uh, encourage God's voice inside. Uh, only you and God know what happens inside. Um, these inner dialogues you have with God between you and Him. Maybe He's encouraging you to go and apologize, go to admit that you said something, you did something wrong. Um, may, what if you revenge someone and you can't sleep and it's this voice inside saying you have to go and apologize and you're saying I'm not going to apologize I, I wasn't wrong it's not I who has to apologize so sometimes instead of listening to our consciousness instead of obeying and listening to God's voice in our conscience um, we start to put to sleep our conscience when we start to justify we start to say we try to justify our action. We find the right Bible verses that prove or confirm our points because we take them out of context and apply to our life. But it's nothing that can be sweeter and this feeling of true peace cannot be obtained without truly just humbling down and following God's encouragement, God's voice in our conscience. Um, when we make a step into obedience, God will help. He will give strength um, and he will truly liberate you from all that guilt and shame and um, uneasiness. I have been uh, talking to one family who they are led into ministry. Um, but the, that woman was was telling me how much she is afraid that the cost is so big, you have to sacrifice so much and completely change your perspective, your vision. But you feel like you already made a plan for your life and how much God will bless you, what you will have, what kind of life you will live. But I always said to her that if you know this is God's calling, you will always feel regret and you will feel bad if you not follow it, not obey it. 
you will never find that fulfillment and satisfaction if you reject God's calling and go into your own um, your own plan for your life. Our part is to remain to that vine, we as a branch. If we truly want to be blooming, if you want to give fruits, if you want to um, be nourished and alive, you have to remain in the main vine, in the tree, because he gives you the nourishment. If you cut yourself off, your the process of drying out becomes you you don't have the elements, you're not fed anymore. And maybe straight away you will not notice the the, the consequence, but the process begins. You can't cut yourself off. And we will share the drink and food to remember that we are one with Jesus and we have to remain one. And I pray today that we are humble enough to repent, humble enough to accept your discipline, your teaching, your guidance, your word, your voice. We do not reject. Now is the time to gather, to maintain and keep that oil. Now is the time to mature and to bear fruit. We do not want to separate from the source of life. We don't want to cut ourselves from the vine because we start to dry out. I pray for revival in the church. I know that it's not easy to speak these words. I don't want anyone to perish. I don't want anyone to be separated, to be thrown into fire. As these withered branches. Please help us, God, to walk into the light. Walk in the light and... The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all mistake, all sin. And But if we walk into the light and if we have this humble heart who repents, who obeys, who wants to remain in God, your word, God, is holy. And all the apostles, they really held your word holy in their hearts. This position to leave whatever it takes, whatever it takes, 
to leave it behind, obey God, whatever it costs, and I pray that we are not deceived by all kinds of illusions. The gospel that we create for ourselves, but let we truly be reminded the liberating message of gospel and I pray that our conscience is renewed and it's made sensitive that we're able to hear your voice and we're able to obey not to silence it not to create justification justifications, excuses. I pray that all the delusions and lies are shattered. I pray that we all are renewed in the Holy Spirit and when we read the Word of God, you, Lord, speak to us directly. As we accept the word the way it's written, not tr uh, creating our own interpretations that are convenient to us, that are easy and matches our <laughs> plans. I pray for this wake-up call for those who need it, wake-up call to return to God, to Heavenly Father, because you truly want us to be saved and not to perish, not to... We, you don't want anyone to... to be lost and walk into darkness, into death. You want to give us life, I pray that if you were listening to people more than God, if you made compromises, if maybe you were afraid to say no in certain situations, turn around and come back, turn around and go back to the home of Heavenly Father where you, wait, where you are welcome he is waiting with open arms. He's waiting to meet you. He walks out in the doorway and is waiting for you. The sin is deceiving. Uh, it can look appealing, but it always has the same purpose. It always has the same goal is to destroy and kill you. It's nothing ever good in it and stop being righteous in your own eyes the Bible is clearly saying today is the day if you hear God's voice today act come back and we don't know what's happening tomorrow. Today is the day. Do not 
try to cover up with with routines with um going to church uh off giving uh, donations maybe good deeds you're trying to cover up and appear like you're obedient and good before the eyes of god but god really sees your heart he sees your actions your choices how you are when nobody sees you jesus said your words are th these words that i speak are hard food a lot of people left they they got offended it was not convenient for them it didn't uh please their expectations and i pray that this time the renewal of faith of trust in you of obedience of renewal of we are that we are filled with new power new strength in the holy spirit and i thank you god for your mercy your love